Welcome to Purpose 365 with your host, Jasmine Rowe, your podcast source for encouragement, empowerment, and inspiration. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Purpose 365 podcast. Today, I am honored to have as our special guest, Mrs. Delphine Kirkland. Welcome to the podcast. I I call her Mama D. Welcome to the podcast. I am so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. You're my son. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so to our listenership, Miss Delphine is just, oh man, such an encourager, so anointed. Uh, we we actually connected via the Purpose 365 uh, Instagram account, um, came across her account and just was blown away by the, the encouragement and the work uh, that she's been doing through encouragement and prayer. So uh, we had an opportunity to to chat and uh, learn more about our story and was just really blown away and say, hey, would you mind coming on our podcast and sharing that? So thank you for joining us today to share your story. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So let's jump right in. Uh, tell us a little bit about where you're from and, um, you know, what growing up was like for you. Oh, wow. I am from Alabama, down in the South, where everybody said the road tide. But I was down born Alabama. in Tuscaloosa. I was born in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Lived like 10 minutes from University of Alabama. So I'm down in Alabama. Uh, okay. But I'm not a currently, I'm living in, uh, um, in Sweetwater, Alabama right now. I moved out, but that's my home. That's my hometown. Born and raised there. Uh, thanking God for parents that uh, blessed me. Mm. Uh, through the word of God. Uh, I was raised in a home where my mother and my father always prayed. And Mm, what a blessing. uh, My grandmother, which was my mother, mother, she was my prayer warrior uh, when I was small because my father and his mother and father had deceased. And so I was raised around prayer warriors and I thank Mm. God for it. And, um, And that led me to be what I am today because uh, I saw prayer in the home, um, and it, and I've seen God move mighty miracles in the home. Mm. And so my father instilled it in us that we should always pray. So prayer was always in our home. And that led me to be, like I said, what I am now. Uh, I am a Christian author, <laughs> Christian blogger. I am a Christian writer. And I love to encourage uh, people who feel defeated and struggling on that faith journey because mm. that was once me. It was once me. So I like to pay it forward and bless someone through what I've been through so they can learn how to come out of what they end. Amen. That is so, so needed. I mean, there's many struggling. I guess we all struggle at times on our faith journey. So it is uh, always such a blessing to have somebody come alongside you and uh, just encourage you and carry you. And I've experienced that in the short time that I've known you. I've experienced that uh, through your ministry, coming alongside our family in prayer um, and just doing whatever it took for for a breakthrough. So thank you for your heart to serve and uh, for your ministry. Oh, it's my pleasure. Like I said, this, you know, the thing I do is not for me. Mm. I I tell people I do what I do because of the souls. And souls are precious in God. They and are. so if I can just say something to help someone, I have done my job. Amen. Amen. 
that's exactly what it what what it's all about. Um, just you know, being a witness to, like you said, to save souls to get souls into the kingdom of God. So that is the divine purpose right there. So you said you grew up in a in a Christian home. I, I know that does not always translate into you know as as a PK, um, you know, leading that Christian lifestyle from you know an early age. So tell us a little bit about what inspired you to give your life to Christ. Well. I was taught real uh, about the Lord. My daddy always had a Bible study at the house. But until 1979, that was the moment that I really found out who Jesus was. You know, you can read about him. You can study his word. Uh, you can hear others' testimonies about him. Until you have a personal relationship with him, mm. a person, a personal intervention with him, it, it changes you. Yeah. And I always saw Jesus through my mother's life or my father's life or my grandmother or people that God done things for. But I never, until that year, found out he could do a lot of things for me. Mm. And when I beseeched the Lord, because I, well, I've seen him move on me at a little child. I was born asthma, but through my mother's and father constantly praying without ceasing mm. for me. And back in the day, I'm a child of the 50s and 60s, so we didn't have the uh, up-to-date you know, remedy and medications and procedure they have now for asthma, you know, it's mm -hmm. like you didn't make it to the hospital, you was dead. Mm. And there was moments I almost lost my life. Wow. But because of my mother and father constantly praying, and I used to hear them praying for me, and uh, sometimes I couldn't breathe, and they would take me outside, and they would just, you know, pray and pray and pray, and, I could, and I'm on their, you know, their back, on their on the, on the shoulder, and I'm hearing my mother, God, give her breath. Mm. God, let her breathe. Hear my father praying, uh, Lord, you know, you breathe breath in man. Breathe it in her. Mm. And they constantly pray until I was 19 years old. And that was the first time I see I seen my miracle for myself. I never had an asthma attack since then. Wow. But in 1979, when my body was stricken with a skin disease, later on to find out it was leprosy. That's, wow. that changed my life. Mm -hmm. That, like, I, I met Jesus. <laughs> mm, I can I imagine. Jesus. <laughs> Heard about him, but never really, I said, come face to face with him. <laughs> that mm. changed my life. I'm sure it did. Uh, would you mind telling us a little bit more about that, um, that journey after you were, were uh, stricken with leprosy? Yes, I was in my last year in college, and I had my my life planned out. My intention, my plan, was to go around the world and sing opera. I mm. had my my opera teacher right there. She had connection over to Europe. She had I was ready, <laughs> and all of a sudden my life just tumbled down because I I could have had a nervous breakdown, but I didn't. And mm. I was I was just nervous, 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 nervous. And and so I said, okay, well, I just take a break. 
a semester and I go home and get myself together and I come back. But you know, the Bible says his ways are not our ways. I know. <laughs> his, and I, his thoughts are not our thoughts. And I'm going to put myself, his plan are not our plan. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> so when I went to uh, home, well, I just thought, okay, we, you know, come on, let's go to the doctor. We get, the, we get it fixed. We come on back. You know, I take mm. my break. I relax, but it didn't happen. You know, sometimes in our lives, we think that what we want is what God wants. But that's, that's not always the case. I so planted true. my life. I, I wanted to go. I had the voice to sing opera. I, I, I had the talent. But that was not his plan. Mm. His plan for me to sing, but not sing opera around the world. But I didn't know that. So when I was stricken and I got home and I went to the doctor, nothing was working. I'm an herbal kind of person. I like gold seals. I like all kind of good, you know, herbs for your body. I went to the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, herb stores and got all the, you know, herbal supplement. wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm so glad that you have this podcast. Because it allows us to share our testimony. Mm-hmm. And I always say testimonies are to be shared and not stored because there's someone that are struggling with what you have been in and they don't know how to come out of it. Amen. And somebody shared a testimony to me about mm. a lady that had stage four cancer. Mm. Well, at the time when I was still getting uh not getting better and I was like small little measles bumps like was on my body and it was it was just uh it was irritating and a friend of mine uh he at the time he I was a musician at the church from New York at the rehearsal he always came by and just you know we all ate and just had a good time just socializing and he noticed my arm he said Delphine what's going on he said you know you just I said well you know Alan his name was Alan I said you know I'm just gonna believe God can heal me because uh, you know I read about the people in the Bible days how he healed mm-hmm. and I made all these you know Job and the ten lepers you know that's okay I'm, he could do it for me so he said oh you are I said yes I'm gonna believe God he said you know what you remind me of this lady from New York she has stayed for a cancer she got tired of going to chemo and radiation because she was getting sick and he said that woman said I'm not going anymore and mm-hmm. I was listening to him very intensely. He said, she stood on God's word by, by his stripes, I'm healed. And he said, Delphine, would you believe that that woman was healed? I have never heard of that. Wow, I've amazing. never heard of nothing like that. I mean, when they said cancer back in the 50s and 60s, you were just dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm even even in the seven. I'm sorry, because it was in the seventy. You were just like there was nothing, and I'm like, wow. So when he left my home, he had no idea he planted a seed of hope, mm. a seed of faith to try Jesus. I didn't immediately go into that uh, walking by faith. I listened and thanking God for my parents teaching me the word of God and I was reading the Bible, I started searching the scriptures. And mm-hmm. I started looking at all the healings that God, Jesus had performed and God. 
and I would, and because of the skin disease, I, I focus on the leprosy. I focus mm. on the leper. I focus on Job. I focus on anyone that was sick. I just kept reading our healing. When I made up my mind, I remember sitting in my bedroom. It was one night, December the 16, 1979. I looked at the medication I was taking, the cream. I was looking at the other medication because I was nervous. My, I could have had a nervous breakdown. Like I said, thank God I didn't. And I said, I'm going to try Jesus. And I took my medication and I went into the bathroom and I flushed the pills and the other cream and I flushed it down the commode. Mm -hmm. And I stood in front of the mirror above the basin and I said, Lord, I said, I don't know you like Moses. I don't know you like blind Bartimaeus. I don't know you like that woman that reached out and you hear her from the issue of blood. I don't know you mm. like that. But I said, this day, December 16, 1979, I want to know you. Mm. I will not, I shall not take any medication. Now, let me explain this. This was my vow to the Lord. I'm not encouraging nobody to do what I'm doing. Mm, but I'm yeah. telling you what I did because I want to know him like that. Mm. I realized that the Bible is not a storybook. The Bible is truth. It is. What actually happened in that day, it happens. It can happen now. God has not changed. And I asked him, I said, Jesus, if you're the same today, yesterday, and forever, prove yourself to me. I want to know you like that because I don't know you like that. And mm -hmm. I left out the room and I started my journey. And when I start my journey, brother, I had no idea that I was going to be on a journey like I went through. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Talk about it. I began to, in 80, 1980, it wasn't getting any better. And, but it didn't shake me. Because I wanted to, I want to know, I really want to know, could he do it? And it was in the, I started in the winter months, so therefore you didn't see all of me because I was clothed. Mm. You can see, you know, my skin because I was going to church and everything, and, but you can see no no evidence because I had long sleeves and, you know, things mm -hmm. you, you could not cover. But when it got hot, that's when you saw me. Um. The first year, it was like just small. My body was like a, a, a fish scales. I mean, exactly. Only thing I regret on the journey, I didn't take pictures. Mm. But I have my brothers and others for evidence. <laughs> but that's the only thing I regret. I didn't. I, my mind wasn't on that. You know, yeah. I just thought, oh, Jesus is going to do it. He'll, he'll do it any day, any time. Yeah. You know, that's okay. <laughs> oh, you're going to do it, you know. So I mm -hmm. wanted to need that. But I didn't know that God had a purpose. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that he was going to put me on a three-year journey because he had a purpose for me. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just, I'm just a little, you know, I'm just coming out of college and we know we're going to do this thing and you're going to do it. Okay, let's, all right. It'll be let's go. Yeah. But I didn't know I was a dang to go through what I went through for a purpose. Mm -hmm. But God knew. 
It's just like Joseph. Joseph went through a lot of things, <laughs> but he didn't know God had a purpose. <laughs> and, Amen. I, and it's like our lives. We don't know. We just have to walk the journey. Yeah. And when I went the first year, I began to, my arms were like flaky. Like, and I, I mean, I could rub it just like if you rub a, a fish scale. It was, it's like, my, it was like scaling. Mm -hmm. So I was all right with that. But then later in the months, then I began to see little small sores. I'm so okay. But then this is what the other people came in my life. Like I'm saying, I'm encouraging. I pray to God, I'm encouraging somebody today. Mm. God planted people in my life, three people, to come in and encourage me and to teach me. When I wrote my book, Just Jesus and Me, I say it was a three-year journey. I had no idea I was going to go on a journey with God. Mm-hmm. When God brought my godmother, she gave me spiritual tools how to walk the journey. She said, Delphine, I want you to resist the devil. The Bible, you know, you know, Jesus rebuked the devil. I don't say, well, what is rebuke? I mean, what is that? What you mean? Because I had no knowledge. But she fed me spiritual words mm-hmm. on how to fight. And also, on this journey, God took me in his word. Because, see, I didn't have no idea that when you're going on a spiritual journey, you cannot go in the flesh. No, you need spiritual weapons. I didn't know about. See, the thing about it, when you have been on the devil's side (laughs) for so long, he don't really bother you. Mm. But when you come over the Lord's side, oh, my. And see, mm. I didn't, I, I didn't even uh, compare this journey or uh, 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 connect this journey with the devil. I didn't. I, okay, well, you know, definitely just going through. God gonna do it, and you just go on. I mm. never thought that I would have to fight the good fight of faith. That was new yeah. to me. So she was telling me, you know, Delphine, I want you to do this, and Delphine, pray like this. Then she, God, put another evangelist in my life and she was just preaching the word to me giving me strength giving me hope so i got these two sources walking with me mm. but never in my heart and my mind i wanted to give up it's like it's like you want god to do something for you and you i'm gonna stand there and am we sing a yes. song in our tree it may be stormy at the ferries but i'm gonna stand there in it mm. and i wanted to see this god I knew what I told him in that bed, in that bathroom. I said, I want to know you like that. And so that first year, like I said, the, the sword started coming in. The second year came in. I couldn't go to church because I always went to church because I couldn't walk anymore. Because the leprosy had spread under my uh, mm. feet and I couldn't mm. walk. And I couldn't bend my legs anymore because when I bend my legs, my my skin will pop open. Mm. Because I began to have sores that was leaking pus and blood. Wow. My whole life changed. Mm. I I couldn't wear clothing with prints in it. I couldn't, my mother had to change my curtains because they had floral colors in it 
and she had to make curtains out of white sheets. I, my my uh, sheets had to be white. My mother had to wrap me with white bandages because I was leaking so much with blood and pulse, I was missing at the bed. Mm, wow. But the thing about it, I had so much joy. <laughs> mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Because I knew, hallelujah, that God was going to do it. Mm. Because I stayed in his word. The word was my lap. The word was my food. The word was my security blanket. The word mm. was my strength. The word was my power. Wow. Yeah, God just fed me, fed me, fed me with his word. My godmother coming in. The evangelist bringing the word. And I just got because I couldn't go to church, so God brought an evangelist in my life. Mm. But then I said, God, I miss Bible study. I miss going to church. And God brought the third one in. One of my friends that grew up with us, and he had left and went to Michigan. He moved back home. And I remember before I got bad, I couldn't go to church. He came down and he was talking about the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And I never heard about that. I mean, you read about it, but you know, just seeing somebody feel with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And he was just talking about the Holy Ghost and how the Holy Ghost just make you this and feel and, and the Holy Ghost will you know give you joy. And I'm like, oh wow, what he got, Lord. I want you, you know? want that, yeah. And so one day I remember going to him and I said, his name was Ray. I said, Ray, wow. You know, I guess I, I would like to walk that way. No, give me this walk. <laughs> and he, I mean, but when he talked about it, he would he would just light up, mm. and tears would just run down his eyes. Oh, mm. and you could feel what he was saying. You were crying, and don't know why you cried because he was mm. just that powerful. Mm. And and I told him, I said, I love why how you. He said, Well, Delphine, you know. Uh, I'll come over to the house and we can have a Bible study. That opened my Bible study. And when Ray came and found out what I was doing, he became my Bible study partner and mm. he was dedicated to the end. When he came over, he was a prayer warrior. And he would talk about Jesus and he would talk about the Holy Ghost and he would talk about God's power. And I mean, he would just in tears, just and he made it's like he made me crave for it. Mm -hmm. It was just that powerful. And to see a man cry, talking about Jesus, woo, mm -hmm. and feeling that power in that room. And I don't know, every time he left, he would pray. And I said, Ray, I can't bend. Mm. I can't bend down. He said, Don't worry, I'll bend down. I'll bow. And that mm -hmm. man would pray. Oh, wow. And so get a word from my godmother. Get a word from the adventure. And then you get this dynamic Bible study. Oh, my God. I will flow. Mm. I will flow. <laughs> God was carrying me. You know. Mm. But I, yeah, I felt the darts of Satan. I felt the pain. It was a journey. But in my heart, I knew God was not going to let me down. Because, mm -hmm. see, I had went around before I got real bad. I went to the church and telling people, you know, God's going to heal me. God is healing me. And some people thought I was crazy. 
Because, see, they kept seeing the evidence. Mm -hmm. The Bible said faith is a substance of things. Oh, wow. And the evidence of things not things seen. Not see, saying. God don't need no evidence. Mm. Oh, mm. he needed somebody to believe him. Amen. And I remember people thought I was crazy. There was some people come to see, you know, they came to see me. And my mother said, let me tell you, my, my mother's living room was like a doctor's office. Wait. But, <laughs> and she said, I'm going to make this announcement. Delphine is not going to go. Because they trying to make, they were, they were convincing me, please, Delphine, go to Because they saw. I said, no. No, no. I was grown. I said, I got to know. I got to know. He, he do this. Mm -hmm. I know where I asked him in that bathroom. And the people came and I would, I would talk to Jesus. I said, Jesus, that won't come tomorrow. That won't come, this, that, you know, Thursday. That won't come Friday. Will you just give me a word? No, will you just give me a word? And everyone that came to see me, God gave them a word. And they would, and they'll leave out crying. We just hold on, Debbie, hold on. Because I was, listen to this. I, I'm bedridden. Can't, cannot walk. But I have a Bible study. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in the wow. Let you know that God can use you anywhere and anytime and anyway. Amen. Because even though I was wrecked, my body was covered in leprosy. But the devil could not steal my joy. Come on. Hallelujah. The devil could not steal the word of God out of my soul. So mm. I want to encourage who all are going through your trial, your fire's furnace, your lion's den. Praise God through it. Lift him up through it. Mm. Because God showed me that. No matter which condition you are going in, you can still lift him up. Because I told the devil, I said one thing about it. You didn't take my mouth. You may attack my body, but you didn't do anything. I'm going to still lift them up. <laughs> Come on. I will still rejoice in the Lord. I still make my boast. Mm. And God, I still love them. And everyone will come in, and God will give them a word, and they will leave. And I said, God, thank you. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. You, you know, you, you bless me to bless somebody. Hallelujah. So God can use you in your trial. Mm. Mm. God can use you in your pain. God can use you in the darkest days. Just keep on walking. And I kept walking in that last year. My flesh was hanging from my bones. Mm. And I remember one time I was really in pain. We had um, we didn't have central heating in our home and air. And we had in the wintertime, my room had I had to have the air conditioner and my other part of the house and my mother and my brother was in the heat. And when it came to the other season, it, it reversed. Mm. They had it out and I, it's like it was crazy. And I remember my father was passing by the room and, and I was really going through a painful night. And my mom was there and my father, normally I closed the door because I didn't think they can handle it. But mm. the door was open and my father passed by and he saw me. He came back and he, he stood at the foot of my bed. And he said, why, dear friend? Hallelujah. Mm. He said, why? Why are you doing this? I said, I blame you, daddy. Mm. I blame you because you told me about Jesus. Mm. You told me he could do anything. You told me how he could heal. You 
tell me how he could deliver. You tell me about the miracle, and I believe it then, and then I believe it now. Oh, my God. Mm, my, praise God. My daddy looked at me, and he dropped down to his knees. Mm. My daddy was not a crybaby. My daddy, he cried crazy that, that, that night. He was praying to God, and he was tears running down his eyes. Mm. And when he, I don't even know what he, all he said, but I was weak that night. But like God gave me some strength to tell me. And my daddy rose up off of his, off his knees, and he looked at what me as so much respect. Mm. And he walked out. He never questioned me anymore. See, the house was praying against me. In other words, not in hatred, but God, make her go to the doctor. Let her go. And I'm praying by his grace and healing. Mm, yeah. But then when daddy did that, the house turned and started praying with me. Yeah. Mm. Come on, one accord. Come on, one accord. And I want to encourage you, when you're in a home with this discord, it's, it's a problem. Mm. But when you come in one accord, God got to move. Amen. And that last stage, it was going on three years, and I began to talk to God. And that's one thing I, I want to encourage you. When you are going on a journey, take God with you. Mm. Talk to him every day. I talked to God when I wasn't feeling good. I talked to God when I was discouraged. I talked to God when, I, when the, devil was, the devil was trying to weary me. I talked. I put him in my journey. I told him when I was upset. I told him when I didn't understand. And he gave me the answers I need. Mm. As I walked and I began to talk to him that night. And I said, God, I know you're going to do this. I know you're going to do this. But I asked him a question. Because I remember reading when Jesus went to his hometown. And the Bible said he wanted to do all kind of miracles and marvels. But because of their unbelief, mm. they tied his hand. And I asked that, I said, am I tying your hand? Have I, is, do I have some doubt inside of me that I'm stopping you? I never, I knew he was going to do it, but I want to make sure I was not the hindrance. Because sometimes we can say we have faith and we don't. So I was checking myself. I, did a, I was doing a self-examination. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know, I am, I'm hindering you, Lord. If there is a seed of faith or doubt in me, Show me so you can get rid of it. Because I don't want to stop you. Mm. God did not say anything to me. But what he did, the next few days, God started re revealing to me my unrepented sins. Things that I needed to get under Jesus' blood. Things mm. that I needed to get right with people. And when he sh showed me that, I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I got things right with God and with people. Mm. I came back. I said, what else, God? That was the night. <laughs> that was the night when God did what he had to do. <laughs> God changed me. Mm. Wow. When I asked the Lord, I said, what else? I got it right with this one. I got it right with you. What else, God? And that's the first time I ever heard God spoke. And this is what I want to encourage some people. When you're going on a journey or through a trial, 
Because God don't speak to you, that don't mean he's not there. Mm. Because God not talking to you, that don't mean he's not observing you. He's moving for you. But he will speak to you in his own time. A lot of people, well, I pray, I pray, God, oh, he talking. Because God spoke to me all kinds of ways before he really talked to me. I got a blessing through a word I heard on the radio. I got blessed through a song that came on the radio because we didn't have this social media. It was mm. like a broadcast. I would listen to broadcasts on the radio or he may have a song that would come and just bless my soul or he, I opened the word of God and he would just lead me towards scripture. So God was talking to you. He'll talk to you all the way through. You just, you just let him. Just, mm. just be still and let, and let him talk to your mind. But this particular night, he spoke to me. And I said, what is Lord? He said, I'm using you. To let people know I'm a human. And I sit there and I said, wait a minute. And I just sit there and I ponder what he said. I'm using you mm. to let people know I am a human. I said, okay, 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 all right. So in order for people to know, I know I got to give. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and when God spoke that to me, it's like, hallelujah, it's like a vote of faith. Hit my heart. Mm. And the devil was mad. Mm. Because once the once he's the devil is exposed, he would trap everything to get his last blows. Sure will. And when I found the answer, I said, Eureka. So the devil, every day after that, he would throw new swords. I had new. My mother would come and dress me. She said, tell me, what is this sword? I said, mama, that's all right. I knew it. I was in the spirit. I knew exactly what was going on. She said, tell me, this one, this sword one back here. I said, that's all right, mama. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. see, I would see, I, like I said, when you're going through a trial, you got to have a spiritual mind. Yes, you do. And I realized Satan didn't like me. He didn't care if I live or die, but God cared. Mm -hmm. God knew he was going to bring me out. Because yeah. I was gonna be, I'm gonna be a testimony to some people down the road. But he knew I had to finish that. And my Lord, he kept throwing. And one night he was throwing so many dots at my mother. She said, Dale, I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, no worry. <laughs> hmm. One day he throws some of my neck. And I I stood up in the bed. I said, Is that the best you can do? <laughs> and I would laugh at him. He would throw someone back in my arm. I said, shoot your best shot. Come on with it. Come on and with I it. Laugh at him. Why would you laugh at Miss Delphine? Because God had my back. Mm. <laughs> Why would I be scared of Satan when God backing me up? Hallelujah. Mm. Why are you scared when God backing you up? Well, you know God got you. You're not afraid of what Satan do. Because you know he will fight your battles. Sure, well. I felt like the time when Elijah and all of them was covered, was, was surrounded by the enemies. Huh? And that his servant was scared. He said, God opened his eyes. <laughs> chariot fires backing him up. I knew I had some chariots backing me up, and I wasn't scared anymore. Because see, God had moved the fear. Because he lost their fear. The devil loved to play with fear. Mm -hmm. And he realized I was not fearful anymore. He had to move. And once I came out of that, let me back up a little bit. Let me tell you, let me tell you how the miracles. See, like I said, I went on a journey. I went on a journey. And I always tell people, 
I like journey more than like a trip. I like journey. Cause you learn so much on a journey. <laughs> you know, because like you met Moses went on a journey. Abraham went, but look what they the nuggets they got from God as they were traveling on that journey. Mm. They went through some hard times, but they learned a lot on the journey. And I learned so much on my healing journey. Because mm. I remember I couldn't walk and my oldest brother would bring my food to, to bed. And leprosy is contagious. It did not touch anyone in my home except my oldest brother because he constantly came in. And I began to see in his fingers how the leprosy was coming on him. And I said, wait a minute. I, he said, it's all right. I said, no, 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 no. He came in. I got my little oil. I began to anoint him. I prayed. And now I'm, I'm covered from, the, from the, the crown of my head to the sole of the feet. I'm covered now. Here, this leper <laughs> praying for her brother. Mm. And in three days, hallelujah, it moved. But I'm mm. still covered. Uh-huh. I'm still covered. Or was I upset? No, because I know God wouldn't benefit. Hmm. Now that blew my mind. I was saying, wait a minute. <laughs> God, you have healed this man in three days. <laughs> and I'm still covered. I said, what a mighty God I serve. Amen. <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> then I'm saying, if you're going through something, God can still use you. Sure, I can. Yeah. I mean, you may be beat down, bloody nose. Okay, let's go back. Paul and Silas, that would be. Bloody, bloody, no, I probably was swollen. But what they did, they praised and they prayed God. They prayed to God and they praised God. And then there was a jailhouse rock. Then he saved a soul in the midst of all that in his family. So mm. I don't care what you're going through in your body, God can still use you. But that, that, after that last journey with the, the devil, I remember waking up one morning. And when I woke up, I beheld my wrist. And I saw a p- small patch of clear skin. And I hollered, I said, come on, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Lord. Well, he do it. all of a sudden, day by day, week by week, and God just went all over my body. I had lost my hair. I was losing my eyesight. God restored it all back. Praise God. And that being 39 years ago. Wow. And it has never come back. It'll be Praise 40 God. next year. And I'm still healed. Mm, wow. By the power of God. And I'm doing exactly what God told me. I'm telling people that he is a healer. Mm. Wow. That is such a powerful story of God's grace, his power. <laughs> wow. Thank you for for sharing that with us today. And I know you know my story. And mm. and and we we are in the midst of it. So this is personally um just such an encouragement for me. Um that as you said, as you're going through mm-hmm. one, it it you know, it is for a reason. God has a purpose. God has a plan Mm -hmm. uh, for the things that we experience and we go through. The other Mm -hmm. thing you you mentioned is even though we're going through, we could still be used. We could still be used as um, to encourage, to to inspire, to pray for, to witness to to others, those around us. 
that can see the joy of the Lord in our life amidst the situations that we're going through um, mm -hmm. during that current time. Uh, so the, so many great reminders. Mm. Um, and, and I can now understand why um, you are the way you are because of what God has done in your life. It's like you, once you've experienced the fullness of God's grace is joy. Is joy um, mm. You got to tell somebody about it. Yes. You have to tell somebody about it. Wow. Yes, but God do something so good. That's the reason the woman, the way I was like going on through some marriage, he, had, he gave her something. Mm. He gave her that living water. God gave me a mighty healing. I wanted to tell the world because when God finished with me, and I remember when I looked, oh my, you know, it's like a thing. Uh, we used to sing a song. I look at my hand, my hand looked new. I look at my face, they did too, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I was brand new. I even my mother and father said, Devin, you're not the same. God changed me. I wasn't the mm -hmm. same person when I walked in that room the first time. But at that third, third year, I was changed. I was, mm -hmm. I, was, I, was, I was born again. God healed me and he saved me on my bed of affliction. But oh, going back on what you're singing, you got to tell someone. God didn't do that for me to just uh, ball it up and, and store it up. No. no. It was to share to give someone hope. Because, mm. when, I mean, even to now, 39 years ago, I didn't know I was going to meet you. 39 years ago, I didn't know I was going to meet some people that had been in my life. But mm -hmm. God knew I had a story. Mm. I got I got a testimony to tell somebody to give someone hope. And, and when God did that, I, I, I looked at my head and I said, my God. I said, you, you really, you really did. No, no man touched me. God did this mm. by himself. And, and I told the Lord, I said, I give you my life. Mm. I give you my life. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. And I started knocking doors in my neighborhood. This and the people that was sick and on the bed of affliction and telling them about my miracle. And I'm still doing it today. Amen. And praise God and thank God that you are. Um, <laughs> Wow, again, such a <laughs> power-packed day today on the Purpose 365 podcast. And again, just a reminder, those of you that are listening, your story matters. Yes. Now, you may not be going through uh, leprosy or cancer diagnosis. It may be something different. It may be You may be walking through a trial of divorce or um, lost your job or anxiety mm -hmm. and depression, but God is there with you like Ms. Delphine mentioned you know even even sometimes it may seem that that God is quiet or not talking but he's there he's using people around you to speak to you and in that same way um, you have a story and your story matters and um, there's this one quote that I love and it says that have you ever heard someone's story and said to yourself this is exactly what I needed today your your story will do that for someone else. Mm. And uh, when I met Mrs. Dolphin, her story did that for my family. Mm. Um, and those of you that are listening, doesn't matter what you're going through, your story will be that miracle yes. for someone else, can lead them to Christ. So don't be ashamed, don't be afraid. Don't feel like your story is insignificant because it does matter. So our challenge today is 
go out and tell somebody. Go out and tell somebody. Ms. Dolphin, uh, I am just blown away. <laughs> thank you for your time today and for coming and sharing your story. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit as we end today about some about your books. You've written some books. So tell us about the books that you've written um, and where we could find them. Okay, the first book uh, uh, that I wrote was called Just Jesus and Me. And that's what you heard in my testimony. I summed it up. But you will hear, you will read more details mm -hmm. on my journey on Just Jesus and Me. The second book was called Hiding God's Word in My Heart. I wrote that during COVID. Uh, God, mm. you know, everybody, the pandemic came, everybody was freezing, overwhelmed, and like, what's going on? And I was one of those, like, wait a minute. Yeah, and they were sitting like, this is going to die, and that one going to die. And I was keeping my mother at the time. And, they, and I said, wait a minute. And God just calmed me down, and God began to reveal scriptures to sustain mm. me during COVID. And so in that book, you would find all the scriptures that God revealed to me during COVID that was sustaining me and still is sustaining me. And also you will see mighty miracles also that God did for me during that season of 2020. Mm. And the last one is uh, called Family Time with God. Uh, this is a Bible devotion. It's about my family, how I was raised in a Christian home and my father always did Bible study at the home. And so it's a Bible uh, devotion and each uh, you got 52 weeks of, of teaching. Every week you're going to get a Bible study, but also it's for the family. You're going to have activities at the end that the children can do and the adults and the teenage. So that's called Family Time with God. And I'm a co-author <laughs> of different two books, or three books now. One soon come out, but those mm. are my three books, and you can find them all on Amazon.com. Wow. Thank you. And for those of you listening, I am going to put all of that information here in our show notes where you can get her books. But also, uh, this this is just, um, we just scratched the surface on this episode today. But Ms. Ms. Delphine has a powerful ministry. So I'm going to put in our show notes also where you could get connected with her on on instagram and facebook where she has powerful teachings and also a prayer ministry so i am going to invite you to connect with her there on those platforms as well if you're there so i will put all of that information here in our show notes but this has been just such a powerful time today again miss delvin thank you so much for joining us on our podcast Oh, I just, oh, this is, this is my delight. It is my delight. I love this. I love sharing Jesus. Amen. Well, keep sharing him. Keep sharing your story. Um, it is indeed impacting all those that you encounter. Such a blessing. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that today's episode was both inspiring and motivating. You can stay connected with our Purpose 365 community on social media via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, be sure to check out our blog on our website at www.purposed365.com. Till next time, remember to live with intentionality and pursue your purpose daily.